Hello and welcome to the Conrad Life Report for Monday, February 15th, 2021. It is President's Day observed and I have the day off. Uh, Julie does not have the day off. Oliver has the day off. He has the week off. Um, so there is still a lot of snow on the ground. This is episode 59, by the way, and I think when I recorded episode 58, we were getting ready for a pretty big snowstorm here in the on the East Coast, in the Northeast, and we certainly got it. We got like 17 or 18 inches. I think it was, the final number was like 17.2 in Central Park. And um, it is still here because we've had a couple of additional very small snowfalls, and also the weather has, the temperature has not gone above freezing um, more than a couple of very brief times. So there is still a lot of snow on the ground, and I am very excited for it to all melt, hopefully this week, because it's going to be almost into the 40s, and it's going to rain a bit, so that should help. But I'm looking outside the window, and there's still a lot of snow on the ground, and I'm hoping when I go out front later to go running that a lot will have melted because it was above freezing overnight, I believe. But yeah, so this has been my first winter, snowfall winter, with owning a car and parking it on the street, and that's been interesting. The car was completely buried, even though it was it was parked on this block, and it was completely buried, and there was a mountain of snow directly in front of it, um, between my car and the car in front of us because, um, it happened to line up like geographically line up with the alleyway of a big apartment building and the super, I think used a snowblower or something and all the snow went directly to the closest point on the street or where the alley is. And that's directly in front of my car. So I actually dug out over two days, um, a mountain of snow, like five feet high in front of my car. And it actually felt kind of good because it's good exercise. But, um, and I wasn't planning on driving it, but just w- one day I was like, I'm going to go at least start hacking away at this mountain. And I did. And I started the car for like 10 minutes. And then, um, Saturday, two days ago, I went and thought, you know, I'm not going to drive the car today, but let me, I'm bored. Let me just keep shoveling. And then I shoveled for an hour and, all of a sudden, I was I sat in the car, I turned it on, and I thought, well, maybe I can see, maybe I should see if I can actually pull out. And I did, and I decided to drive around the block, and that felt <laughs> really exciting. And then yesterday, I finally just we just went for a drive for the first time in a couple of weeks, and we had no place to go, so we just went through the McDonald's drive-through for a happy meal for Oliver. Um, we drove on the BQE so he could drive on a highway, which he loves. We drove through Williamsburg and Bushwick and Bed-Stuy and Clinton Hill. Oh, and I stopped at a place I'd never been to or heard of before called Rose Wolf Coffee on Metropolitan Avenue in East Williamsburg. Uh, I was just driving and I thought, if I see coffee, I'm going to stop. And I saw this like kind of cool independent coffee shop and I pulled right over. There was no traffic and a lot of parking and not that it would have mattered because I would have put on my hazards, but... I got an excellent coffee at this place, Rose Wolf, which looks like it's been around a year or so, um, meaning it's only been around during this pandemic, uh, which might explain why I haven't heard of it, because I'm usually mildly up to date on the New York City coffee scene. But um, anyway, good coffee. And then we just decided to drive back to the neighborhood um, on Surface Street so we could just explore. So we went on Flushing Avenue and then um, 
and then DeKalb Avenue all the way to Flatbush and then stopped at Threes, picked up my beer. Um, it's funny. Now I know who works at Threes on which day of the week, at least if it's Thursday through Sunday, because I've been picking up beer for the past <laughs> however many months and I know who's always working there. Um, and then we drove down to a place called Sean Casey Animal Shelter, which is in Kensington. And because um, we're thinking of getting a dog this year and we were going to look at dogs or walk a dog, but there was kind of a line and seemed kind of like hectic there and hectic in a way where we asked a question and then this woman pulled us out of line and it looked like we kind of skipped the line two people ahead of us and we felt awkward. And then they were saying they only have big breeds, which we don't want a big breed, uh, but they only happen to have large dogs right now. And we're like, okay, well, we'll just keep, we'll come back another time or we'll keep looking online. I know they that we've been looking at a shelter on Long Island and I don't know, but it does seem to kind of keep uh, like um, fit the narrative that that um, there aren't many breeds available during this pandemic because dogs are being adopted, which is great. But anyway, we didn't walk any dogs or look inside, but we did see a couple of dogs come out um, or go for walks, and it was very cute. Um, and that's it. We came home, and I found a snowy parking spot one block over. I kind of had to back in over a little snow hump, which was fun. Um, and now here we are today. So let's see. What's been going on? Well, we had the snowstorm. I haven't been running as much, which makes me feel not great. And, um, yeah, I'm just not, I'm feeling just more slow moving and bulkier <laughs> than usual, but I haven't been able to snow or run a lot because of the snow. But actually the past week I've been running now because the sidewalks have remained clear, but I guess I've been making up for it by shoveling. Um, let's see the big news socially, which is there's been no social news because there never is, but my brother-in-law upstairs, um, who I've, I, you know, for lack of a better description, we're in a pod with just, you know, we all live in one house, but my brother-in-law Drew had his 50th birthday and that was fun. So we had a big dinner upstairs, big dinner meeting, just us. And then, um, yeah, on his actual birthday, which was on a Tuesday, I think he did a few things. He took the day off and then at like nine o'clock we went down to the basement and just had a couple beers and listened to music. So happy birthday to him. That was the big quote unquote celebration. Oh, I had a, I had a couple of fun Zooms. Um, notable one with my high school friends um, who I am in touch with, but not super regularly. I mean, I'm kind of in touch with a few of them regularly, but then some I haven't actually communicated with in like a year or two. And that was fun. Um, so they were spread across like, let's see, Toronto, Quebec, um, and yeah, Toronto and Quebec were the main ones. And then like, um, LA, San Francisco, Idaho, uh, it was pretty cool. Um, that was a fun night. And the other news is just like coronavirus stuff, COVID stuff, which is that my mom is awaiting her second vaccine appointment, which is this Thursday. And unfortunately in Cincinnati, it is going to snow so hopefully she will either get driven by my sister or it won't snow and she can drive herself or it'll snow so hard that they will cancel her appointment and or postpone it. So we'll see what happens. Um, but speaking of 
vaccination appointments, Julie actually got an appointment for next month because she is diabetic. So she qualifies for this current round of New York State vaccine vaccinations, which the current round or phase started um, yesterday. So she signed up. She got through the website and she has an appointment at the Javits Center next month. Um, So that's very exciting. Um, Let's see what else has been going around on the neighborhood. Not much. Oliver and I went to Barnes and Noble the other day um, just to kind of look at stuff and go on a walk that's longer than normal for him. And he he protested, of course, but then, of course, he does well in the walk, but he just doesn't walk much because we haven't done anything. So he doesn't even want like the idea of walking, which we're trying to fix. But anyway, we went and bought a Rand McNally road atlas, like the kind that you're probably thinking of. And I think a lot of people you find out really like these road atlases. I grew up just staring at a road atlas, a Rand McNally road atlas. But um, uh, we went and got a 2021, 2021 edition and it is awesome and it's not much changed from when I was a kid so things look the same I mean like city maps to me were defined by the Rand McNally look like airports on a map should always be gray to me um, with a like darker gray border outline and I just like how they look Um, and this particular edition has like a whole huge section it's like half of the um, atlas on national parks and Oliver is getting into national parks. One day, hopefully, we will go to <laughs> one or two. Um, but yeah, that's been the great purchase. And now we just look at it, and it kind of like, you know, if he's if we're trying to get him to stop looking at some screen, he's looking at it, just like let's look at the atlas, and that works. So, and what else? We've just been walking up and down Court Street, like we have, like is our life, and. Um, Went to F&F and got some pizza the other day. And F&F started selling frozen pies. And they're 12-inch pies, so they fit in your freezer. So we got regular slices and then also some frozen pies. So that will be exciting because Oliver is addicted to F&F pizza, as am I. But he knows by taste all of the pizza places in the neighborhood. And F&F is definitely his favorite. Um, so and the weird thing is where you can buy the pies at FNF, the frozen pies, the FNF, you can't go in. You used to be able to go in, but now it's just a window operation. But, but you know, there's the empire there, which if you know this place, there's like Frankie's four, five, seven. And then next door is FNF pizza. And then next door is Frank's wine bar, which used to be prime meats. Um, and in the back room of prime meats slash Frank's wine bar is now this shop they call the pantry. And you go in and they sell, their olive oil and tote bags and that sort of thing and shirts and yeah so you go in there and you buy this pizza and I just walked in and while the guy was there ringing me up I said it's so weird to be in this room that's not the prime meats restaurant he's like he's like I know I've worked here for every iteration this is so weird but yeah I mean it looks kind of nice enough and I posted a picture of it if if you follow me um you could see like what the room looks like but it's just um it's weird that it's not a bustling prime meets room and it's just this kind of empty store <laughs> but anyway um but that's nice and I'm, I'm interested to see how the uh frozen pie turns out there's detailed destruction uh, instructions on how to even heat it so they're taking it seriously i guess but anyway um and then that's it after this holiday 
the next holiday on the calendar is Memorial Day, which is kind of crazy. And it's crazy to think that in two weeks, it's going to be March. And we're I think we're going to hear a lot about like the one year anniversary of the shutdown, etc, cetera, etc, cetera, which was of course last March. So prepare for all of those articles and TV news things and everything. Um, but I guess that's kind of trying to think of anything. I don't even think I've seen anyone in person besides the family upstairs. Um, tried to see, did I? No, I, that's it. I think I've, I haven't seen, even seen anyone. So besides I've run into, like I ran into, um, Pete and Ramona, his, um, his daughter on the street the other day. And, um, oh, actually when the snowfall came two weeks ago, um, our friend Eric from one block over came over while Drew, my brother-in-law and I were shoveling and, um, around six o'clock and it was dark out and still snowing. And, um, yeah, he brought over a couple of beers. So we sat out, we stood outside with our shovels, drinking a beer. That was fun. So I guess I have socialized. Um, yeah, but that's it. Um, not much else to say on the, what's been going on front um let's see i guess we'll move on to um audio stuff uh a couple of weeks ago somebody who was it my co-worker ian moore who lives down the block he randomly we were sending emails back and forth about robert plant <laughs> um and he said have you heard this album the truth by a guy called dr hooker and he was a born-again Christian in the early 70s, and he hired this, like, studio band in Connecticut, and he made this record in 1972, and it's like a cult classic I since learned. And, um, yeah, it's called The Truth. The artist is called D.R. Hooker, and I would say it basically sounds like Jesus Christ Superstar. It's got that vibe, um, that early 70s rock, kind of out-there Christian rock thing. And it's not super Christian, but it's very mystical and, and, uh, yeah, you know, kind of like spiritual. So it was awesome. And I kind of shared it to my Grateful Dead chat group of friends and Bradley right away was like, I know that album. I love it. And then, um, it was just like, wow, this is kind of a thing. So anyway, that's a pretty great record. Um, total like gem. What else? Um, the new Dave's Picks 37 came in the mail, which is the latest edition of the Dave's Picks Grateful Dead um, live archival series, which comes out once every three months, four times a year. And this one is, um, an April 78 show from William and Mary. And it is great. As always, the best part about these Dave's picks is just how good they sound. They sound better than any other Grateful Dead live release by a mile. It's insane. Um, listen to the new album uh, by the weather station called ignorance. The weather station is excellent. If you've never listened though, you probably have, um, I think she is based in Nashville, but anyway, ignorance is just like, wow, another great record by the weather station and Chick Corea passed away the great jazz keyboardist. So I listened to, um, you know, he's best known for his 70s stuff called return to forever, which is, you know, he kind of very much pioneered electric keyboards and pioneered the genre of fusion but and before that he was like in miles davis's band in the late 60s as miles davis was pushing towards this kind of fusion sound but um i kind of really first knew about chick korea in the 80s because i would buy music musician magazine and chick korea always they were always writing about him and he always had yamaha ads like yamaha keyboard ads so i knew about him and what he looked like long before i had ever once heard his music so i just looked up this 
thing on YouTube and this 80, 1986 TV concert from Bern, Switzerland, and it is 90 minutes long and it is absolutely incredible. It is so fantastic. I highly recommend looking that up if you're at all interested, but it's Chick Curry on keyboards and this awesome Macintosh computer, <laughs> which is at his keyboard station. Dave Weckl, his longtime drummer on drums, um, John Patitucci on bass, and Scott Henderson on guitar. And I guess Scott Henderson was only in this band for like six months, but I kept trying to figure out how I know his name, and I realized he's a guitar player on this, the only fusion artist I've ever purchased, <laughs> which I bought in the 80s, this guy named Jeff Berlin, who's this incredible fusion bassist, and um, Scott Henderson was a guitarist on these Jeff Berlin records, and the reason I thought to buy Jeff Berlin when I was 13 years old is that um, Neil Peart was the drummer on one Jeff Berlin song called Champion on his 1986 or 85 record called Champion of the World because I couldn't believe that what I couldn't fathom what Neil Peart would sound like on a on an art with an artist that wasn't Rush and so I I bought I spent like you know $15 of my allowance money at Cutler's CDs in New Haven in 1986 or 7 and I remember like getting to the register and Cutler's is a store where like everyone that works there is an expert. And it was like this huge, awesome store destination for a Connecticut destination and right on the Yale camp, Yale campus. And, um, I remember, you know, just imagine like 13 year old me going up to the register and paying for this Jeff Berlin CD. And the guy at the register goes, um, wow, I don't think I know this artist. What is it? And I just kind of said like, uh, it's fusion. <laughs> and I'm glad he didn't ask me what it's fusion sounded like. Cause I had no idea, but, um, yeah, so not that he wouldn't have known what Fusion sounded like, but yeah, that was um, I bought this Jeff Berlin CD in 1986, which featured Neil Peart and Scott Henderson. And 34 years, five years later, I'm watching Scott Henderson play in 1986 with Chick Corea because Chick Corea passed away. Anyway, um, so I've been listening to a lot of Chick Corea and it's been great and a lot of jazz. I've been listening to a lot of Miles Davis this past week, too. Um and then I, I was looking, and I haven't listened to anything else new, just because I haven't felt like putting on stuff, anything new. You sometimes have to be in the right audio zone when you're home all the time. And sometimes I just want audio comfort food, which means like some sort of podcast or The Grateful Dead. And, you know, I don't know. I often used to listen to new music on the subway, and I just don't ride the subway. But So that's all I listen to. I listen to a lot of Pogues this week randomly. Um, and that's about it. Books, um, I haven't read a new book in two weeks. Uh, two weeks ago, I finished that book, The National Road by Tom Zollner, which I had mentioned I'd been reading. It was excellent. If you want essays that were written in the past couple of years about America in general, which are half travel log and half New Yorker, kind of like mildly social commentary, it's really good. The National Road by Tom Zollner. I didn't finish it because it was due back at the library and I couldn't extend it because somebody had it on hold. So, I read most of it. I didn't read like two or three essays out of the 10 or 12, but um, it's excellent. And just at night when I need to fall asleep, I just keep reading Dune, <laughs> rereading Dune, which is so good. Oh, and we went to Barnes and Noble and bought the Atlas. I also bought myself a magazine, which I'd been excited about walking up there. I was like, I'm going to buy a magazine, which I love magazines. And most magazines um, are kind of, you know, obviously you can read the content online, a lot of them. And things that I like to even just have around just like next to me 
on the coffee table like New York Magazine are now bi-weekly and they're super thin and it's kind of sad and depressing. Um, but I was thinking I would buy New York Magazine, but I picked it up and it was so thin. I was like, oh, I'm just, why spend six ninety nine on this? And I'm going to read it in two seconds. And I probably read half the articles online. But So I bought the new Mojo, which I love Mojo. And um, so it was just like kind of like, I was like, yeah, all right, it's nine ninety nine, but it's just fun to have the new Mojo. So I haven't even read it yet, but I'm excited to. Maybe I'll read it right after right after I record this. And um, yeah, I've been meaning to get that um book on 1984 music called Cancel O Down, and I will get it this week or next. And I've been meaning also to purchase the new book about um, Bob Dylan in the 80s called um, oh my gosh, I can't ever remember what it's called. But it was it's the first sort of thing to come out of the um, access to the new Bob Dylan Institute um, in Tulsa. Um, so I am excited to read that book. Um, if anyone's read it, let me know. And, um, I guess that's it. It's just February 15th, waiting for the snow to melt, waiting for my mother and also Julie to get vaccinated and waiting for all of us to get vaccinated. Um, I guess I will just close this episode, um, with a (laughs) hopefulness for the snow to melt. Um, anyway, snowing a lot in Cincinnati. It snowed the most there in 13 years and it's snowing again today. So, um, I'm just a little worried about my mom being at home alone, but, um, she has neighbors that look out for her. They do her, they shovel her driveway before she even has a chance to call anyone or do it herself. I am glad she's not doing it herself, but she seems to be like getting more and more daring. She tells me, Oh, I actually went to Walmart today. I was like, I was like, it snowed like six inches. And she's like, the streets are clear. I'm like, okay. But um, she does have her N95 masks we sent her and she has already gotten one vaccination. So I'm not as worried anymore. Now I'm just, now I only have like the normal worries about my 80s mom, like in her 80s living alone. But anyway, maybe we'll visit her this year if society gets somewhat back to normal we are already kind of planning our our trip to cincinnati um anyway i mean planning it like um generally not (laughs) with any specifics but um all right well i guess i will um close this episode this has been episode 59 of the conrad life report it is monday february 15th 2021 um i hope everyone is doing well stay safe and talk next time